We are 48 schools across 14 cities, but together we are one Shawnee mission, and this is our time to shine. Welcome back to another episode of Shawnee Mission Mic'd Up. Uh, we are on episode number 11, and I am Dr. Michelle Hubbard, your host for the episode. And I am Dr. Jeremy Higgins, the co-host for Shawnee Mission Mac'd Up. We're glad that you are all here. Hope you all had a wonderful winter break, Dr. Hubbard. Hope you had a good break as well and ready uh, to get back at it in the tax second semester. Yeah, absolutely. So let's just recap a little bit of our last episode, especially since um, we're coming off of a snow day. Perfect timing. Right? I, we, we planned that perfectly. Well, we planned it perfectly or we jinxed ourselves. Or we jinxed it, one of the two. I'm thinking it's the latter of the two. You know, um, Kansas weather, it, it certainly uh, it happens. We know that it happens. And I'm sure that there were a lot of excited students um, out in the district who uh, got to enjoy that uh, wonderful weather. Um, and and um, yeah, hopefully they enjoyed whatever they did that day. And I'm guessing you had your snowblower out. Oh yeah, absolutely. Had to put that baby to use. Absolutely. One thing that I think we missed a little bit on our last podcast was talking about the burden that snow days have on parents. And so I definitely just want to, you know, as a working mom for many, many years, my kids are now out of school, but when they were, it was a huge burden for me as a parent. So I definitely recognize the burden that it places on parents. And I just want to recognize that we understand that that's difficult on parents and that we do our best to keep kids in school, but also that um, safety is our number one priority when it comes to snow days. Yeah, I'm sure that there were some happy uh, students, like I mentioned, probably some happy teachers and staff, but uh, as you mentioned, some probably some stressful moments there for parents as they're figuring out, okay, how are we gonna balance this now within our own family? Um, two kids myself, sixth grader and a third grader, so figuring that out, um, I, I definitely, uh, I appreciate that you brought that that piece up, Dr. Hubbard. So. Yeah. Well, so let's talk about today's episode. Yeah, diving into a little bit of discussion on some real world learning initiatives that are going on here in the district, uh, connecting uh, kids' interests with their course, course of study and plan of study and a uh, special guest here with us as well. Yeah, I want to talk just a little bit about our goal as a district. We um, would like that by the year of 2030 for all students graduating from high school to not only have that high school diploma, but also have that market value asset. So whether that be college credit, client-based, um, client-connected project, internships, or an industry-recognized credential. So today our guest is someone who, as a ninth grader, has already checked the box for her MBA. So let's welcome Holly Vincent. Hi, Holly, welcome. We're so glad you're here with us today. And it was so awesome to visit the store last week. And I know Dr. Higgins and I both enjoyed being there and just learning a little bit more about your adventure and your journey. It was great to meet your little sister, Callie, also. And she's a Blue Jacket Flint, right? Yeah. yeah. And third grader in Mr. Mr. Brooks. Brooks. Mr. Yeah, Brooks's class. Thank you, Mr. Brooks's class. Thank you, Dr. Higgins, for that help. So, um, just a little shout out to Blue Jacket Flint. And I think, if I remember correctly, you were there as a sixth grader, but only virtually. Yeah, I yeah. was. It was a crazy year for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about your background and kind of what brought you to ninth grade at Shawnee Mission North. Yeah, well, I'm Hallie. I, I'm a ninth grader at Shawnee Mission North. And I mean, I, I do a bunch of different things. I I think I came to the district, yeah, sixth grade, and so it was a really weird year. Um, but 
definitely I really enjoy being here. Good, awesome. and then transition to Hawker, correct? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. sixth grade at Blue Jacket Flint and then Hawker, both seventh and eighth, and now at North. Yeah, awesome. So talk to us a little bit about that time at Hawker Grove. Were there teachers that influenced your journey? Absolutely, I mean, pretty much everyone. Um, everyone was supportive. I had times when teachers would come together and they would pull together different things to help out with what I'm doing. Um, many of them, but a few in particular, Miss Gilman, she teaches social studies. She was probably my favorite teacher, still is. Um, I love all of my teachers, but she's great. It's awesome. You know, Hallie, we, when we were at the store the other day, we um, had an opportunity to talk with you a little bit about some of the different things that you've done. and. Um, I think our, our listeners would be interested in, in hearing a little bit about your journey and, and how it's um, progressed to here you are, a 14-year-old, ninth grade student, and you're running a bookstore. Um, and and so I think our, our listeners would be interested kind of in hearing what's, what, what's brought you to that point. And Holly, before you answer that, just real quickly, I want to tell our listeners about the store. So Seven Stories Bookstore, downtown Shawnee. It's been open since November, if I remember correctly. Yes. And um, I'm assuming you did a business plan, financial plan, all the things that come along with opening a business. So yeah, so I just wanted to make sure our listeners knew specifically yeah, the store we were talking about. Yeah, so I started when I was eight or nine years old. I wasn't in public schools at the time. I was going to a Montessori school that was across the river in Missouri. And so one day I came home and I wanted to do a bake sale and I told my mom that and she thought it was crazy. Um, because I was super shy. I, I was the kind of kid that literally hid all the time. Um, and so I did a bake sale and it worked out. And I came home with all this money and my mom goes, great, but who are you gonna give it to? And so I chose to give it to the shelter that we got our dog from. And it just kind of continued and it kept going year after year. Each time I would try something different. So one year I did a raffle where I collected pet donations but it's definitely changed and evolved a lot. Eventually I started giving away free books and asking for donations for pet shelters in return. And then that kind of transi transitioned into a bookstore. But there's definitely a lot to the story and there's just so many things that I tried and didn't work out that I had to change. Well, I think that's always a great lesson of learning from your failures, right? And I, I like to say that I call that failing forward. So it sounds like you had some of those adventures along the way. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so as you think about um, opening this bookstore, and, and granted, you've had other adventures along the way, what advice would you give to, let's start with the Shawnee Mission School District and teachers in regards to telling kids? What, what would you tell us to tell kids about if they have, if they have this interest in wanting to do that? I think it's important to recognize that there's always going to be some kind of criticism. My parents definitely, I was just kind of raised to know that that's what was going to happen and to also kind of criticize myself in a way um, to kind of get better. My Both my parents went to an art school and so every day they had to critique the things they did and so I've kind of grown up with that in my mind all the time and so I definitely critique the things I do in a way that will help but also if you don't get critique from other people then you're not gonna get better, which is, that's what you wanna do, you wanna get better, right? Yeah, right. absolutely. I'm, I'm sure that there are some other students out there um, who maybe have this idea of wanting to start um, 
their own business as well, right? I, I know teenagers have this, um, well, they like money. And so having a business may give them that opportunity to make a little money. So what advice, going on, on this theme of advice, what advice would you give to your fellow students who maybe have this idea of wanting to start some type of business or some start or some type of entrepreneurial adventure? What, what advice would you give them? Yeah, I think one of the important things is being able to get opportunities that will help build skills. So one of the things that I did is before I had a bookstore, I also had a bookmobile, which I still do run every year. And like I said, we give away free books in return for pet donations. And I do that mainly at outdoor free events like the farmer's market here in, well, I guess this isn't Shawnee, but I do one in Shawnee and I have a few other opportunities that have actually opened up. So the bookmobile, the bookmobile might be in a few other places. Um, but I think it's important because even when it rains, I am down there getting experience, helping my neighbors sell their fruits, vegetables, their produce, and I'm getting experience talking to people. I think that's an important thing. But also, it's okay to tell, another thing I think is important is it's okay to tell your parents that you want to be able to do this by yourself. I think that's pretty valuable because I kind of was raised in a situation where it wasn't that my mom didn't want to help, but she definitely wasn't there standing in, standing in, doing it all for me. That's awesome. If you could think about either maybe your biggest frustration or challenge along the way, what would you say that was? Or roadblock, like, uh, I have to start over. I mean, definitely, and I mean, pretty much anything, there's always something that can go wrong. And so I think that's one of those things where it's like, kind of the idea of criticizing the things I do in a way that'll help get better is important. Um, I mean, definitely planning events and getting product out. I think especially kids, they have ideas for products, and so that's something that's really difficult to push out there, but there's a lot of ways to do it. Um, I think one of the important things is also getting advice and going to different classes. So all the schools have, I mean, definitely high schools have really great business classes, and I know there's other places you can take those, but that's important, and one of the things I've actually learned to do over the years is write press releases, and so getting any kind of information out, press releases are a great thing, and I'm not the best at them, but any kind of media I've ever had is me writing a press release or someone from the media reaching out to me. Yeah, communication is uh, fairly important. Um, when, we, when we were in the store the other day, I had a chance to kind of look around and, and um, there's a lot of stuff in there. Um, it's not a huge store, right? But um, there's different cards and, and uh, there's some apparel in there. But then the, the wide variety of books that you had. I mean, I, I like to barbecue. I noticed some books on barbecue. There was a, a Barbie cookbook that um, I, I was looking at as well as a lot of other stuff, right? Um, books. What, where do you, um, how do you decide what novels or books, literature, whatever, to have in your store? Is there kind of some inspiration you draw from, or do you try to hit like the most popular, or what is, what's, uh, what's kind of your go-to method for getting books in the store? I mean, sometimes I pick books to go in the store that I read before. A lot of people think that I've read every book, that I just know all these things, and really I didn't, knowing, or jumping into it, I didn't know all the different things I do now. So I've definitely built a lot of skills over the years, but how I pick books, it kind of varies. I sometimes get people who come in and give me recommendations. We're also members of the American Booksellers Association, and there's a lot of really great groups, not for just booksellers, but pretty much anything that'll help you out um, and give you good advice. But 
with the ABA, the American Booksellers Association, one of the things that we get is pamphlets that have really great book reviews. And so I get a lot of advice from there. I, I am the youngest member. I'm the that's youngest awesome. bookseller. That is awesome. Um, so that's definitely one of the places that I get a lot of information from. Cool. One of the things that you pointed out, and I'm so glad that you did, and seem to be exceptionally proud of, and rightly so, is your bilingual section. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So I am someone who, I, I just, I do speak English, and I don't speak any other languages yet, but I'm working on it. And so language learning is really important. It's good, it's a good skill to have. It'll help you in a lot of ways. And so right now, although I'm a student at Shawnee Mission North, I do take a Chinese class at Shawnee Mission East. And so my mom, she drives me over three times a week and it's crazy. But one of the reasons that I do it and that it's important to me is because in Shawnee, where my business is located, there used to be a ton of immigrant owned businesses and there's not anymore. And so I am happy to be one of those um, people kind of in the next generation that are doing that. Um, and so also my dad is an immigrant from Taiwan. And so it's important to me to be able to kind of for everyone to find something that they can enjoy. Yeah, that's awesome. I love the yet on the end of your sentence. I'm not bilingual yet, so that's awesome. Keep working at that. It's coming. So um, what's next for Hallie? What, have, you, have you thought about, um, you know, the bookstore, obviously? I'm, I'm sure that you're hope, hopeful that that goes to tremendous heights, but what, what, what's next for you? What do you hope to do in the future? I mean, I definitely have some goals as far as like what I, oh, I get that a question a lot. What do I want to do in the future? And I think in some ways I'm kind of already doing it. I'm doing a version of what I might want to do um, in the future. And so I definitely see my bookstore, Seven Stories, being something that lasts. Um, I definitely have some goals for having employees at some point. That would be great because at the moment it is just me, my mom, and my little sister. And so having an employee would be awesome. Yeah, I was going to say your little sister, I could see her being employee number one at some point down the road. Absolutely. <laughs> Where'd you get the title, Seven Stories? Where'd that come from or the name of your store? Yeah, so my store was originally in a very tiny, dark, little dungeon-like space. It was, it was awful and um, <laughs> very, very dark. It was really hard to take photos of because there was so much like brown paneling and then we had like no flooring and so it was a 97 square foot space which just adds to it because it's also tiny um but my mom she was getting an art studio and so there was a little space off to the side and i said hey what if i put a bookstore here and so that's what i ended up doing and it just so happened that there was a little ledge above kind of the door between my mom and my space where it only fit seven books and so at the time i didn't really have a name for the store but I named it Seven Stories. And so that's what I do now. Although we've moved stores, I still do have a section, a little wedge that has seven picks for each month. That is an awesome story. That's cool. Well, thanks for sharing that. Um, I think that just with Holly's story, it's so powerful in what real world learning and this initiative can do for kids. So I'm really excited that um, you have three more years after this one with us to gain that knowledge and maybe take an accounting class if you're not there yet, I'm sure would be very beneficial for you or any of our business classes. Marketing might be a great place to work on those press releases. So um, I love the Real World Learning Initiative. It's very near and dear to my heart and I'm excited for kids to have opportunities much like yourself. It, it's great for them to be able to connect 
what they're doing in their classes to something that's of personal interest to them. Even, you know, as, as you're talking about writing press releases and, and that communication piece and being able to communicate with one another, I mean, that's our, our ELA classes. So it doesn't have to be business focused, but those skills that you're learning across the board and all those classes, those, those are transferable to whatever you're going to do down in the future, and, and you're getting firsthand experience with that, and it's, it's, uh, it's great to hear about, for sure. Speaking of marketing, I'm going to give a plug for the Shawnee Mission Real World Learning Virtual Store at Oak Park Mall, and I believe that you now are connected with that as well, right? And then we also have other entrepreneurs, th entrepreneurs throughout the district that have um, opened their own businesses at Oak Park Mall at the virtual store, including a young elementary student from Brookridge Elementary who will just um, join the store this semester. So excited for her and all of those kids at the store. I talk about that store like I talk about a lemonade stand. I say when you see kids, whether it's a bake sale, a raffle, a lemonade stand, when you see kids selling something, sometimes that might be their first experience of this real world learning idea. So stop and buy it. Um, so if you're walking Oak Park Mall, stop and check out the stores and purchase something from our kids. I know that they would appreciate that and we definitely appreciate you supporting our students here in Shawnee Mission. Yeah, Hallie, um, we really appreciate you being on today and, and sharing your story um, about your bookstore and hopefully some of our listeners will stop by and check it out now that they know it's there. So again, really appreciate you coming in and, and sharing with us. Yeah, just real quick, do you wanna tell us the address again? Yep, so Seven Stories is located in downtown Shawnee, across from Shawnee City Hall. So it, the address is 11109 Johnson Drive. Perfect. Awesome, great. All right, so um, just as we wrap up, I want to remind everyone that new episodes drop every two weeks. And so we will be um, dropping again at the end of January. And um, you can check out all of our old episodes at Shiny Mission, uh, excuse me, smsd.org under Shiny Mission Mic'd Up. And we also are always looking for topics. So if you have any great ideas, shoot us an email. We would love to have those. Yeah, a couple shout outs uh, as well. Logan DeAngelis for the music, as always, our communications team for their great work behind the scene. Also, we got some new furniture yes, we um, for, for the show. And so shout out to- Freedom Interiors. Freedom Interiors. They actually donated the tables. We called and talked to them about just some ideas and they said, we really appreciate the work that Shiny Mission's doing and we love listening to the podcast can we donate them and so we said yes you sure can awesome to have partners like yes, that absolutely. so quote for this week is from Roy T Bennett to shine your brightest light is to be who you truly are so awesome so next episode just real quickly uh, we're gonna be trying to make a visit to the Shiny Mission Area Council PTA uh, clothing exchange so looking forward to that and in the meantime, thank you so much for joining us on Shiny Mission Mic'd Up. And until next time, shine on Shiny Mission. Mm -hmm.